On this episode of K-Pod... Some great things you can do indoors and outdoors in Korea. What are some things you can only do in Korea? And our own accounts of the best things we've done here in Korea and our recommendations on this episode of K-Pod. We record the podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea, at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They're located in Juwondong, right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some great food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar, Changwon City. It's K-Pod, Life in Korea, with your hosts, Scott, Marco, and Adam. Welcome back to K-Pod, Life in Korea, the podcast that brings you some of the lives and people working and living right here in South Korea and in Changwon City in particular. I'm one of the hosts, Adam. With me this week is Scott. Scott, how are you? Doing pretty good, thanks. And across from me is Marco. Marco, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you very much. Today's guest is Michael. Michael, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. In this episode, we are going to talk about Michael, our guest, and then we're going to discuss things to do in Korea and our own experiences. All right, let's start off by introducing our guest. Michael, where are you from? I'm from the United States. How long have you been here? I've been here about eight years. What brought you to Korea? Uh, Well, I was interested in being a teacher, but I didn't want to get a master's in teaching and then discover I actually didn't like teaching. So because I could teach in Korea without any official training, I decided to give it a shot here first and I liked it. So I've been here since then. Okay, so you're a teacher. Where do you teach? I teach at Changwon National University. And do you enjoy your work? I do. Great. Uh, let's talk about the group that you run on Facebook. Ah, so I created Changwon Culture and Activity Group on Facebook about four and a half years ago. And uh, I did it because having lived in Korea a couple years, I was familiar with things to do in Korea and ways to meet new people. And my first year in Korea, I was actually quite lonely. So I figured I would make this group so that other people uh, could meet friends and do stuff and not experience the first year that I did. Okay. And what are some uh, highlights of running this group? What are some some of the great events that you've held? Uh, well, we've done a bunch of different fun things, but uh, some of the highlights are we've gone zip lining. Uh, we do obstacle course zip lining about every six months where you strap yourself in and have to like climb from tree to tree and uh, zip line around in okay. Daegu. Well, where, where does that take? Oh, Daegu. Yeah, Daegu. Daegu. Okay, great. Um, we've also made Korean traditional rice wine, makgeolli. Um, we've done that in Busan. Uh, we also do that about every six months. Okay. Um, and that's really fun. Uh, you get to take your makgeolli home and get a little buzz off it. Uh, we've made kimchi from scratch. We've gone glamping, um, which is glamour camping. So not really camping, just, uh, you know, sitting in a nice air-conditioned camper with a uh, TV and your friends. <laughs> okay. How many people typically uh, attend these events? Um, it fluctuates wildly. Some things get 20, 30 people. Some things just get two or three. Okay. But I'd say around eight normally. All right. On average, eight people. Oh, it's a lot of things that people can do outside of going to a bar. Yeah, exactly. And I've, I've seen a lot you do... Like when new movies come out? Oh, yeah. Movie nights. Or the, I've seen the murder mystery dinners. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention those. Those are really fun. We do yeah. those every, what, four months? Five months? Get a bunch of people together and uh, role play solving a murder. And one of you is the murderer. So what's the exact name of the Facebook group for people that uh, look a, for it or search for it? Uh, Changwon Culture and Activity Group. 
Okay. And we'll have links for that with the podcast too. So anybody looking for it, just look for the link below. All right. Today we're going to talk about things we can do in Korea. So let's start off. Uh, what are some things you can do indoors in Korea? Scott, do you have any uh, ideas? What, what Stay home. Okay. <laughs> as long as you got air conditioning anyway. All right. In the, the summer. summer months. Yeah. Uh, I don't do that much myself these days except for stay home, but uh, in the past, I like uh, all the different type of rooms that Korea have, uh, especially screen games like screen golf, screen baseball, mm -hmm. the archery, things like that. Not a much of a singer, so I don't care for the nari bongs like other people at this table. <laughs> okay, great. Marco, what are some things you like to do indoors here? Oh, there are plenty of things. Like he said, Nori Bong, I am a fan. Uh, I, in Busan and Seoul, there used to be one in Masan, but I think it closed. But there are escape rooms. I know there are some in, uh, in, Sangnam. in Sangnam Dong. Uh, I just know that, like, the ones in Busan and Seoul that I've been to, uh, are English. So we are able to go, like, as a foreigner, we're able to go and do that. Also in Sangnam Dong, there are several virtual reality cafes, and those are really fun. Um, you can play different kinds of games. Some of them are like the rides where you're sitting and you're like on sort of maybe a roller coaster or something. Others are zombie shooting games or mm -hmm. different types of games. So those things are always fun. And then always just easy things that don't really cost money are uh, like board games with your friends. Like I have two different groups that I pay, play D&D &D with and things like that. Okay, great. Yeah, for me, I'd have to say uh, a lot of the things you guys mentioned. I really liked or I used to really like screen baseball. Uh, now and again, maybe once a year, I'll go to the Nori Bong with friends to sing. Um, but that's usually done while drunk. Um, <laughs> all right. And I'm going to ask our guest, what are some things you like to do indoors? You guys have touched on almost everything. Um, D and D, uh, Nori Bong. I love Nori Bong. Um, I'm going to throw an ice skating. Changwon has two ice skating rinks. Um, yes. in Habu Sports Center. It's now called Wee Chung Sports Okay. Center. I was yes. going to ask. I thought mm -hmm. they changed the name and the East one. Do you know? I only know the Weichang. Okay, there's team. also one in the east. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, there's also bowling. There are a lot of bowling places you can find all over Changwon. Has anyone been to a multimedia bar? What is what is that? Just all the different types of media you can do. Nari bong, singing. Ooh. They have Xbox, they have Wii, they have Oh, there are also PC uh, bongs. Movies like a DVD yeah. bong. So it's a DVD bong games and singing like everything put into one yeah there is one really good arcade in sangnam dong where they try to keep up with like the newest arcade games whenever they come out as well or you could always get a massage <laughs> not gonna go there <laughs> <laughs> all right so we talked about some of the things we can do indoors let's move on to some outdoor activities uh myself personally i enjoy hiking from time to time and going to parks changwon is full of parks um scott what do you like to do outside I used to really like the old batting cages. Okay. Which were kind of outside, you know, with just the, the net covering it. Yep. I don't know if they're still around. A, long, a yeah. lot of them are gone now, but... Yeah, the main one here is in Sangamba. I went with my coworkers uh, about a month ago. And that one's open really late, too, like into the night. In this area, I like uh, Palyong Mountain. Mm -hmm. I like the water reservoir. Okay. Yeah, that's really between nice. Between the mountains. I don't like hiking to get there. Mm. Like if I could helicopter in or something, that would be a lot better. <laughs> okay. How long is the hike? Uh, there's an easy way in, mm -hmm. which is not much of a climb or anything like that. Uh, not too sure. Okay. 
if you start at, I think it's the Changshin Bay entrance, you uh, can go yeah. up and it's pretty direct, like 40 near, minutes. Near Maxim Factory. Yeah, Maxim Coffee Company, right? Yeah. I used to teach there a long time ago. It's near the train tracks. I think you can drive pretty close to it, too. Anyway, yeah. something like that. Like All a right. park, maybe. Okay, cool. Marco, what do you like to do outside? Uh, I also like hiking. I like camping. Um, I love events. So, like, if there's any sort of festival, uh, I'm pretty much down. I love music festivals and things. There's the fireworks festival in Busan. I've done some beer crawls. Uh, things just around, like, those things happen all over Korea. Like, things just around Changwon. I mean, parks are obviously really nice. Um, it's going to sound really lame, but I have some friends. We like to go ghost hunting. Ghost hunting? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not, but just... It's kind of just like urban exploring just at night. Mm-hmm. But do, do you do that on YouTube? <laughs> we do not do that you on should. YouTube. You should. Like, uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> My concern when I do when we do this, though, is like I'm always worried we're going to like end up in a place where we're not supposed to be and then get in trouble. Okay. Because um, I know like one time when we were up north, uh, we were in close to Sarasan, there is this old abandoned hotel and we, I really wanted to go in, but we didn't, we just like walked around the outside and like looked in the windows and things, but like just going to creepy places is real fun. So like I have some friends and we'll go out and we'll get like the stupid apps where it's like, is there a ghost here? And then are there any places rumored to be haunted in this area in Changwon or Masan? I have no idea. Okay. My house. <laughs> I just, actually discovered i live next door to a shaman she's got the whole shaman sticker and everything on the door so i've if any of you have a problem i got you covered oh nice good good in case i ever incite the wrath of any ghosts or demons i actually did do a uh, the dark side of soul tour mm-hmm. which is a haunted tour up in seoul and they took us to they gave us like some histories took us to places where people had like died or there were massacres like hundreds of years ago and then some of them were even more modern as well like even when people died in protest just a few years ago when uh all this sh- stuff was going on with Akine. okay yeah there's the uh the memorial there's a park near the hype factory in Masan where students in the 80s where they shot all the students oh really okay protesting yeah in the protests yeah. that there's happened in Masan. Uh, i think so yeah well, maybe it happened all over Korea. I don't know. I know. I was like, I'm I think there was. Longju, I think there were mass like, protests in Masan at some point. Yeah. Wow. There's uh, the big stone with all the faces in it to, to remember the students that were killed. Interesting. But uh, what about that hospital? There's a famous hospital in Korea that's haunted. Really? Yeah, there's been movies. There was a movie recently. Trying to think where it is, go somewhere. See, I don't know any places that are actually haunted. We just go exploring places that look creepy when it's nighttime. <laughs> okay. Kind of like a goth thing to do, though. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, great. And Michael, what do you like to do uh, outdoors? Um, there's quite a few things. Uh, one of my favorites is biking in Gyeongju. So if you go to Gyeongju, um, about a five-minute walk from the inner city bus terminal, you can rent a bike for the day for about 7,000 or 10,000 won, depending on how long you're doing it. Um, and you can just bike around Gyeongju and see all the historical sites and see all the nature. And Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That might be good for like a romantic getaway. All right. Let's talk a little bit about our experiences in Korea. I'm going to start off with this question. What is the strangest or craziest thing you've done in Korea that you thought you'd never do? Scott? Can't say. 
Okay. <laughs> it's classified. For legal, legal purposes? Or? No. Uh, no. Uh, not too sure. Maybe eating potion tongue. Okay. Eating the dog stew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did you find that? Uh, nothing special. Nothing great. It tasted yeah. it was salty. Now, how did you find that as in where to get it for anyone who wants to try it? I'm not sure these days. I think it's kind of disappeared. It's not a not a thing anymore. There are still a few around, but I think they're a lot harder to find than in the past. You can probably just neighbor them. Like if you open up a, like neighbor maps or um, maybe the cacao map app and just type it in. But yeah. since the World Cup, uh, a lot of restaurants, they won't serve it to foreigners, anyway, even if it's on the menu type thing. What if they ask for it? If the person, like the customer? Yeah. Like if you ask for it? Yeah. They might not. Because, like, I understand, like, it's very frowned upon in the West, but, like, it's Korea. So, to hear they're part of the agriculture, you know, it's the their food. Have, I, you, have you tried it, Marco? I have not. I would. I, I think the government told them to stop with the foreigners. Stop serving. Uh, during the World Cup. Uh, anyway, so... Yeah, I tried it in my first year here. I was teaching at LG, a subcontractor at LG, and a guy took me to a restaurant there. So I thought it was, yeah, nothing really special. I don't think, like, I don't crave it. You know, I wouldn't actually go out and I don't recommend try to it. find it. Michael, have you tried it? I have. Um, I've had it twice, and both times I was just kind of underwhelmed. Okay. I don't imagine it's anything special. It's just like something I've never done. It's like the, the living octopus. I've never, you know, I was just going to say, that's the strangest thing I've done here. Uh, is eating the Sangnakji, which is a, a live baby octopus that's squirming around on the plate. I thought that was really strange. Cause like the, the suction cups, they stick to the inside of your mouth and you have to chew it really vigorously or else like there's, there's been cases of people dying here because it gets stuck in their right. esophagus. Or I was told don't chew it. I was told just Take it in whole. Really? Yeah. So I couldn't eat it because I tried following that advice and mm. I couldn't just slurp it down. Do, yeah. they, do they take the, do they remove the beak? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's it's all chopped up and it's oh. just, but it's still moving. Like, you know, just okay. the arm. I was imagining like old Just boy. the arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if, you've, if you've seen old boy, he eats one like, like right out of the tank. Yeah. But that's not how they do it. Cause like I've had the living octopus, but it was just like the small, like, yeah. like yeah. inch long piece of like pieces of tentacles. What did you think of that? Dish. I mean, I like octopus. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it was fun for the experience, and I would do it again because, mm-hmm. like, it's fun. But as far as it goes, like, if you like octopus, it's good. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I tried it at uh, what's the name of the fish market in Busan? Which dong is it in? It's called uh, Jagalchi. Jagalchi yeah, Fish Market. I tried it at Jagalchi Fish Market about 11 years ago, and uh, I thought it was all right. Uh, I don't think I'd revisit it, though. I, I thought the the sensation in your mouth was a little too strange for me. Um, Marco, what's the strangest or craziest thing you've done here? I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I <Tinder>. did. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can say, we, we could do an entire, entire podcast about Tinder experiences. We have. I will say we got lost. Uh, Tiffany and I got lost on uh, Name Island once because we were trying to go to the, to Oktoberfest in the German village. Mm-hmm. And we had gone our first year here, and a cab just took us right in, and it was great. So when we tried to go back the next year, every cab, when we asked to go, they said no. Really? Any idea why? Uh, it gets really crowded. It's hard to get in and out. And I'm like, but you're still making all this money. Although, I guess trying to get out, they're not making money because they're there for a long time trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Even though like they are making a lot of money when we're just sitting in a car, trying, in a line, trying to get there. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, so <laughs> we stopped at a fire station to see if they could help us get a cab. And the cabs even told them no. So the firefighters took us. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's us kind. In, yeah, the firefighters put us in their, uh, their uh, what is the car? Like the alert car that they send first to make sure there's actually a fire. Like a 119 vehicle? I guess, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's, it wasn't a fire truck, but it had, like, the lights and, like, the the big whatever that thing is on the back. Okay. And uh, they drove us right in, and they took us on a scenic route and gave us a tour. Oh, that sounds like, great. It was like, these are the best places in uh, Namhe. Little, little do you know, six people died that day because <laughs> from a house fire. <laughs> it's not, not available. <laughs> I like Namhe. Namhe is great. Have you been to uh, Bori Am, the cliff overlooking the sea? Maybe. Maybe. It's quite nice. There's a temple up there as well. I don't know where all we went that day. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's my favorite place in Korea, actually, in terms of like scenic beauty. Mm. And Michael, uh, do you have any crazy or strange stories of things you've done? Um, I do. You can't do it anymore, but there used to be a trip you could cross the DMZ and go into North Korea okay. and go hiking there. So I've been hiking in North Korea. All right. Was that Gumgong Mountain? or That was. Oh, okay. I think they closed it in 2009. Right. A woman was shot there or something, I think. Yeah. yeah. But I remember I uh, got on the wrong bus and ended up having to get escorted back with uh, special North Korean permission. And that was kind of uh, awkward. To say the least. It's a great story, though. <laughs> yeah. On the whole, I felt quite safe, though. I didn't. Um, I freaked out about a week before imagining myself dying in a gulag. But then when it actually happened, I uh, no, it was fine. Was there any sort of uh, vetting process for applying for that uh, trip? No, I think tensions back then were low. It was 2000 six i believe mm-hmm. and uh i just gave him my name and passport number and someone did all the paperwork for me and it was fine okay and uh how's going down mountains it, is it oh. nice beautiful oh, it was gorgeous unfortunately i put all my pictures on myspace which is now lost so all my pictures of time in north korea are gone oh that's a shame <laughs> another thing i've done um i don't know if you counted as crazy was i tried doing the bike ride from busan to incheon Mm-hmm. You've heard about that. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Im Young-bak ordered a bike-only path that goes from Busan up to Incheon, and you can just ride it, and there are uh, bike, biker hotels along the way, so you don't really have to plan it. Just hop on and go. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm quite heat-sensitive, and I went the hottest week of the summer, so I had to give up because I thought I was going to have a heat stroke. Okay. Whereabouts did you give up? Uh, a little past Daegu, but I want to try it again That's in still cooler pretty weather. Far. It is really far, yeah. yeah. Uh, but someday, I'll give it a shot if I can go in the winter or something like that. All right. Great. So... To recap, Scott, your craziest experience was eating boshintang or dog soup. My craziest is, I can't say. Okay, <laughs> but you did mention dog soup. Uh, I mentioned mine was eating sangnakji. Uh, Marco, you mentioned getting lost on a way t- on the way to a beer festival. Yeah, and Michael, Michael's trip to North Korea. Actually, not to go back, but my craziest might have been a trip. There used to be a festival they did every year. That they don't allow anymore, I think, because of environmental reasons. But there used to be this mountain that they would light on fire. Really? They'd light the whole mountain on fire to burn off the old grass. And mm-hmm. I went, I think it might have been the last year they had it. Uh, Where was it? Was it? Quite, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Never paid attention to stuff like that. <laughs> I was going to throw in, um, there. there is a place in Changwon to buy Boshintang. I don't know, like... Scott said, you know, if they'll serve it to you, but it's near oh, the So, yeah. There's a lot of restaurants in Jinhae hmm. that sell it. So. 
All right, let's move on to the funnest thing you've done in Korea. Again, can't say. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say for me, uh, we talked about the Busan Fireworks Festival recently, I think, on here. And uh, I went to one back in 2008, I think it was. Um, And yeah, they pour a lot of money into that festival. Unfortunately, it's really crowded and it's difficult to get in. If you go there early, it's better. But uh, I thought that was pretty spectacular. Um, I don't think I'd go again because of the crowds, but as a one-time thing, it was was pretty interesting. I heard you have to have an iron bladder if you want to survive getting in that early. For sure, yeah. Um, But yeah, really, really wonderful fireworks. Uh, Marco, what's the funnest thing you've done? I'm probably going to go with festivals. Uh, I went to, it was called Valley Rock music festival then it was changed to jisan music festival or something i don't even know if they do it anymore i think now it merged with pentaport or something okay i'm not sure but i went and i camped it was the first festival i'd ever camped at uh i went and i camped and i got to see a lot of great artists uh major laser diplo uh and then a lot of great korean artists like dean and zico as well Mm -hmm. uh so that was a really great experience and we like instead of taking our own stuff like we originally planned we just decided to get something like one of their not the low grade tents and not the luxury tents we got the ones in between and our location was perfect because we could actually just kind of watch the main stage from where our tent was if we just wanted to chill there great how how much did the tickets cost for everything like that uh i think it was 160 okay but that was for three days. Mm. We were there from Friday until Sunday. Yeah. And oh, like, not bad. Okay. And like great names were there too. Lord was there. The gorillas were there. Like, yeah, I think I remember hearing about that festival. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Scott, do you have any uh, fun stories? Uh, I have a lot, yeah. but I have two in particular, maybe one in general. I love going sometimes camping, but, or just spending time in a pension mm-hmm. with a group of friends and, I love sitting around a campfire. Yeah. Uh, really like pensions, camping like we've done in, uh, where is it, where you work? Bukbyan. Bukbyan. Yeah. You know, camping on the beach there. Yeah. Yeah. I really hate the next morning, mm. you know, and just wanting to go home and all that kind of thing. But I really loved the night yeah. prior. The night of, yeah. And the second uh, was seeing Metallica the first time in Seoul. I got to uh, go backstage and hang out with them and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Before the concert. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Metallica fan, so I was a member of their fan club, and they have a, a lottery system mm-hmm. where fans can win. And I kind of figured there might not be that many in Korea mm-hmm. or that know how to sign up for, for the lottery. So I won that, and I got to hang out backstage before the concert with them. That's cool. How's uh, What's uh, James Hetfield like? Uh, he looked like my dad. Really? Pretty much, yeah. He kind of looked the same. I think but I, I, think I, I, was em- I was embarrassed. I was kind of new to Korea, mm-hmm. and I had a Korean flag for each of them to sign. Yeah. And when I put it up on the wall for James to sign, I had the flag upside down. Oh, okay. And he pointed it out to me. Oh, oh I see. So he knew. But, uh... Yeah, it was uh, that. The only disadvantage to that, Tool open for him. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Tool fan, too. Yeah. So I kind of had to miss the beginning of Tool. Oh, you missed the opening Because hacks. I was backstage. I see. Not complaining, but... Yeah, it would have been nice to have seen. But it was really fun, and it was a great concert. It was hot as hell. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, and Michael, do you have a fun story about something you've done here? Yeah, I think it's a tie between uh, going to the Jinju Lantern Festival... 
Mm-hmm. Uh, usually happens in late September, early October. Early October, yeah, yeah. usually, I think. <clears throat> and there's just like, they fill this entire area of the river with like beautiful lanterns that depict many different things. They also um, have fireworks there on the first night, I think. Um, also, the Andong Mask Festival in uh, August. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. isn't it great? Um, <laughs> but they bring in people from all around the world to do like different dances and they have fireworks and they light. Uh, did you get to see them throw bales of burning hay off the side of a mountain? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so that's a really great experience. They also have the old uh, Korean village there, too. Did yeah. you do that? Yeah. I found that weird because it's a really old Korean village and people are just walking around taking pictures, but there's actually still people living, like these grandmas sitting in the window. And they have this one booth because the queen visited there. Oh, queen yeah. Elizabeth. Queen wow. So there's this one little like shack with all Queen stuff in it. Not the band, but the yeah. Queen Elizabeth. The monarch. But uh That sounds fun. I, I've never they done also that. they also have the Soju Museum there. Yeah, because oh, really? the, oh, they have Andong Soju, yeah, right? Special but soju. They have a whole museum on Soju. Yeah. Which was interesting. That Same sounds place. great. I think I might go there with my girlfriend this summer if uh Just because of Soju. Because of Soju and because I like masks. <laughs> Be careful, that's 45% alcohol on Dung Soju. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous Got stuff. A good I've, had kick. It, I've had it here before, actually, yeah. All right, great. So we're out of time for this episode. Once again, we talked about Michael and his Facebook group. Uh, what's the name of the group again, Michael? Uh, Changwon Culture and Activity Group. Okay, and if you're interested in that, you can look it up on Facebook and join the group for some fun activities you can do here. We also talked about things we can do indoors and outdoors in Korea and our fun experiences and our strange and crazy stories. If you have any comments or thoughts, always feel free to leave your comments wherever you find this episode. Don't forget to like and share. Follow us on the Changwaner Facebook page, YouTube, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. Once again, I'm Adam, and you can find me at Facebook under the name Adam Maxwell Kent and on Instagram at Ever Stalwart. Scott, where can people find you? Uh, I'm right here. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, you can find me at anything Changwaner uh, or this podcast, which is at k-pod-cast.com. Okay, Marco, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at kpop.global as well as my Instagram, Marco Baia, B-A-I-L-L-E. Okay, and Michael, where can people find you? At the Changwon Culture and Activity Group or at just look me up on Facebook, Michael DiLorenzo. That's D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O. Remember, if you have any questions regarding living in Korea, you can get in contact with us at any time. If you like this podcast and show, like it, rate it, share it, leave us your comments, and we'll see you again next time. We record our podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea, at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They are located in Juangdong, right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some great food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant, Changwon City.